previously on the Natural Lifestyles podcast. I couldn't talk to a girl in a bar or club unless I was wasted. But one day, I was in an acting workshop and enrolled a guy that looked like Clint Eastwood in about his 50s. What he was a genius at was meeting people anywhere and everywhere. He would do it, but he wouldn't show me how to do it. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know how to show me how to do it. Having my energy there gave him the confidence to do it. I was like his wingman or something. You know, I started to learn a little bit. Well, I think you have to say, hey, I give myself permission to go outside of my comfort zone, to not be like people say, oh, that's not me, to explore who I am beyond what I know. There is no, there's not me. There's, you have a desire. I want to date this very attractive women. And you have to align with your desire. Break free from that egoic mind that's telling you you're not enough, that now's not the time, whatever it is that's keeping you defined in a box, to mm -hmm. break free from that. Every time the wall comes up to push through it. The idea is, is we're meeting and connecting with people anywhere and everywhere at any time. I'm present in my life saying I'm more alive than I used to be. So that's what it does for you in that sense. So it doesn't just make you good at meeting women on a street corner. It makes you learn to love yourself and accept mm -hmm. yourself on a deeper level through the process of simply sometimes just wanting to get laid. During this one time period, I got quite obsessed. And I think in order to become great at something, you have to become a fanatic. Like I gave up all friends that weren't interested. And it also became for me a solo mission. Mm -hmm. Like anything else was in my way. I was running out of money and a friend of mine said, why don't you teach guys how to do what you're doing? So finally, I did then just take his advice and I put a simple ad on Craigslist. It said, awaken to a new reality, learn to meet her anywhere and everywhere. That's a good copy. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. And the idea was, is that I'm going to teach people to, how to meet people in a conscious way. Somebody responded and it was actually a cool guy wow. who was a director of True Life MTV. I hadn't coached before and whatever. I was just like, went through there like a storm. He never saw anything like it. And then he gave it, and I said, how much do you want? I said, I'll give me a hundred bucks. That was it. Nice. That's how it started. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles podcast. Okay. What I'm curious about, how long have you been coaching now? 15 years. 15 years. Um, I feel like I'm in a CIA experiment. It's still 15 years. It's 15 years. <laughs> 15 years. It's okay, it's been two years. What I want to know, Yeah. because I've been in this space a little bit now, Yeah. self-help, self-development, personal improvement, dating, da-da-da. Every coach usually has to kind of like becomes good, coaches guys maybe one-on-one, -on -one, but mm -hmm. then he wants to do it all online because it scales better, right? Right. Because on the street... Obviously, it is the most efficient way to learn, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Working one-on-one -on -one with a guy or even in group workshops where there's a lot of personal feedback element, what like I do and you do. Um, but obviously, you can only coach one guy at a time. Right. Um, and most coaches just then pump out online product after online product uh, to just because it scales. You can sell many copies. What kept you going in the model you're still doing? You're still doing one-on-one in New York City on the street, grinding mm -hmm. it out. Grinding. What kept you going for so long with that model? Um, well, it's interesting. I enjoy it. You know, I have a nice, uh, I charge a significant amount mm -hmm. in the sense that, I mean, it's certainly doable for a lot Worth of people. Time, but yeah. It goes with my flow. 
it's my flow, you know? And I, so that, that really works for me and my personality type. It's really that simple. It's not really a business decision almost. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I have a nice flow that way. Clients flow to me every month. I get new clients. A lot of referrals, various channels, people find me. I connect with some people. So it's really just, it wasn't like a business decision. Now I do have an online course and it is important to have online courses and people get a lot out of that too. But there is like there is a lot to get from a YouTube video. There is like a lot to get from taking on an online course, especially it has the group support. But yeah, obviously working in the field with a coach that you trust, working with an amazing coach who gets it, who under, who's coming from a value system that you appreciate, you know, and this is important because there's a lot of people that can, uh, you know, pick up and be a coach. There's really no barrier to entry. Any, you know, you're, the guy next door can say he's a coach, but does this person match my values? Does this person have beliefs that I want to embody? Is this person walking the walk? Uh, can this person unlock doors for me personally right now where I'm at in my life so that I can experience mm-hmm. life richer, fuller, deeper, so that I can experience the life I want to experience, so I can date the women I want to date, so that um, I have the most more options than I've ever had in my life. I mean, that's really what we're doing, and we really do do it all the time for guys who are completely stuck in that area to guys who have experience, but they're not, they want to level up to anywhere you are. There's another room that you want to go into. And can the guy, can this guy bring me into that? Mm. And and can I trust that he'll do it, you know, like, like properly. And I can say after 15 years of coaching, I've been a great coach. And there's been times, uh, you know, where I, when I look back, I was like, wow, I'm a way better coach now than I was obviously 10 years ago, even though, I, even though there was something and there's something this is a, that that was probably I had then that I don't have now. You right. know, there's some little thing, little some, extra yeah, or something like, about me, you know, yeah. but now there's so many things that I have now that I didn't have then. Yeah. And, and even, you've just seen it like you've been watching tens of thousands of approaches you just you must have a sixth sense of what works what doesn't yes the micro sure. communication a girl gives how she moves her body what does that mean all that stuff a right? hundred million percent yes. yeah I, and and also though but as a coach i'm a person and i think just as you know and i am uh, and you are and these kind of people that would be a coach would be someone that's on a path of evolution meaning evolving growing expanding uh letting go of that which does not serve me or my clients. Mm-hmm. So there's been things like uh, certain dispositions I may have had over the years that weren't good for me being for my clients. So it's like le- like I've become a way better coach because I've become a better person. I've become a better listener. I've become mm-hmm. more attuned to their needs and what you know. Like I, I when in my earliest days I felt so driven to help a person change yeah. that I just was like a hundred percent engine full steam like and if they weren't keeping up they would get, I would get frustrated you know like yeah. come on I know what you can do you know yeah. and then I, somewhere and I realized wait this person came to me because they want to feel good about themselves yeah. and not just get the result you know mm-hmm. and, he, and I was the one talking about the process the most important thing yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> so I just like over time and then I found that that actually that me changing that about myself and my coaching has made uh, then does help the client embody the process more because it becomes a fun experience rather than a stressful experience Absolutely. you know which it already can be stressful because you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone yeah. yeah that is i think what partly what makes a good coach is obviously what's best for the client like you know especially in this space again there's certain guys i don't want to call any names they would like brag with their lay count or yeah, so, it's like still going on. how is yeah, still, still going people doing still this? doing is it really like, on how that? does that help your client at all how many you know it's like 
Uh, I mean, there was some real low life. Or even the, the girls day. you have sex with. Like, how does it help them? How does it help the next girl you're trying to connect with? How does your lay count influence that? Yeah. It doesn't. You know, you and me, we're doing one-on-one workshops. We're doing group workshops, which is kind of the most efficient way to learn for the client, I would say. Because yeah. it's just on the street. As we say, they have us. They get inspired by us. They have our energy. And uh, but, yeah, and yes. our but not just our energy, focus, attention, yeah, personal our feedback, expertise, right? Our you know, our, when I look at you do it, like I like I say, oh man, this guy just performed a miracle. Yeah, like I've done it for people. Yeah, but you don't realize as you're the coach that mm-hmm. you you know and, and you're good at it. They like you're literally changing people's lives. Yeah, I crazy. think sometimes the guys don't even realize it. they can't. Some guys guys can't believe like there was a guy that you, that you just worked with. Yeah. Right, and uh, he met one of the most beautiful girls I've seen in all of Barcelona. Yeah, and he took her to a party. He had a great conversation with her. Mm-hmm. He brought her uh, back home, made sweet love with her. Mm-hmm. He made a connection with this beautiful girl. I heard because I'm in the other room. Oh, because because he, he's <laughs> staying. With. This was a guy yeah. that you brought into yeah. your home. Yeah, which is an experiment. It's like, a little experiment. Living you know? with us for two weeks. Yeah, plus coaching. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't want to pitch your program. No, here. it's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is that guy. You know, uh, he. When he came, he didn't have that that going on at all, right? Like yeah. he literally broke him through his his uh, his uh, blocks, mm-hmm. his emotional barriers, his social barriers, and he was having a great life experience. And I was even watching him at that party. Like you guys really gave him the great guides. Like yeah. even at the party, he looked like the cool guy. Yeah. Is that he was able to like. I even saw you coaching like uh, you know how to get you know how to how to like keep the other guys away and just oh. like this cool way. It was very swap. So what I'm saying is it was like it was a miracle in some ways for for that guy, his life experience. It's like, come on. Yeah. Like, and that's just one of the many things that we do every day. We're taking a guy who's not talked to anyone outside of the people he knows forever, and then he comes, uh, works with you for a few days, and all of a sudden he's in bed with a beautiful woman and going home like a hero, you know? So it's, it, this happens all the time. And sometimes it doesn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's just... Oh, it takes longer. Like, certain we plant seeds, and then two years later they're like, oh... That's what he meant, or that's that thing. So another question, because you are very in tune all the Mm -hmm. time. You're very present. You are in New York City most of the year. You're chatting with people there. We're just coming out of C19 time. The metaverse is supposed to be the next big thing. I think more couples now meet online than offline and obviously is that true or you think that something like that I can blend it in but I've read some statistics obviously let's say this online dating is having new records all every year year by year more and more people meet online so in theory people are more on their screens do you feel a shift in New York or are people still just as happy to connect as ever before Mm -hmm. when you actually talk to them on the real life what's your experience well, this is very interesting because there's been so many, uh, let's just say from 2010 to 2022, there's been so many shifts in humanity, like the Twitter, the Facebook. Then the, one of the biggest shifts of all time was in, uh, there was the Tinder. The Tinder. Tinder, yeah. Yeah, I remember when Tinder first hit somewhere 13, 14, whatever it was, like, yeah, it was definitely a lull in the, 
it was like, oh, oh boy, maybe this game's over, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then it came right back, right? Because what happened is, is uh, people were swiping, there was an instant hit. Uh, I, I even have a whole theory what happened here. Guys were meeting women, they were showing up, uh, girls were like all excited, now they have all this, like they can just meet guys on random, mm -hmm. and, then, uh, and then guys were like, oh, I just saw a girl in a bikini on the thing, and they all just started trying to bang them first day, date, first date. Yeah. Uh, a year or two later, all women were angry, yeah. uh, and they all hate men now. <laughs> and then Instagram came, and then the whole game went upside down. Uh, so all these changes have happened, and then there was a, an entire, like, uh, I don't know, you call it the woke movement, call it whatever you want. Uh, but there was an entire movement where it felt like there was a lot of negative energy uh, again around men. Which can be intimidating for guys who are just starting out, right? They're like, ooh. It's intimidating right if there's do? a woman staring at you like, like you're a bad person just because you're up you you know yeah so that's not nice but there, but it's less real than true mm -hmm. uh, there was a period of intensity especially in a city like new york where there was a lot of that energy going around and 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 of course on any kind of social media where everything if you're if you're overly tuned into the, any social media stuff about that your life is going to be worse off so like tune the fuck out yeah you know? just get out of it because there's always some asshole in an echo chamber that will always be there and just it, get echo out chamber as the keyword right like yeah. the algorithm will feed you what you already believe in anyway and then you think it's true but really it's just the algorithm giving you more because it stays on the app more makes you engage that's more that's it and then yeah. you'll you'll go to places that reinforce that in life yeah. like if you go and hang out in like uh, an area that's near a university that's very uh, you know woke mm -hmm. then you're gonna get more of that energy and you're you gonna think you're right yeah. and one little dude is like does gives you a little bit of a different energy you're like you're wrong because i have proof over months and swipes endless that i'm right yeah. okay and there is uh energy like that in the world and there is people like that and and um but the but the point is is through all of that mm -hmm. and so it's been a lot dead. and it's been a lot i think what was your main question if people's reaction to genuine street approaching changed or it's still kind of the same like it was 15 years ago when you It's changed all throughout, mm -hmm. yet uh, it's still very powerful. And yet, um, so I can say like there's been little micro moments where it feels like that. Yeah. But the reality is, it's, and I don't even call it street approaching. How about just meeting people, random meeting people, people in everyday places? Could yeah. be a park, it could be a bookstore, it sure. could be all the little places just, we just are. It's a long explanation. Yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> a, it's a long explanation. Okay, wait, I like a long explanation. I want everyone to tune in. All right, listen. Listen, kid. Listen. Uh, uh, the point is, is it's as powerful as ever, and never underestimate when you talk to a stranger that you may have changed their entire day, mm -hmm. that they may never forget you. Sometimes, especially if you're doing it 10 times a day as you're doing your thing, that it's actually a very powerful experience for the other person. Yeah. Very powerful. Mm -hmm. Even a beautiful woman who you think is getting approached all the time. When you, when you genuinely connect with her, when you genuinely give her a compliment without trying to take from her, mm -hmm. she, and you have a nice moment with her, she, it, it, it can be a beautiful moment in her day. And then ultimately in your life and her life, when you actually make a connection, and this is something I want to say, I don't know when, how much longer we're going to go, but I want to say when you meet someone and connect with them, you go from having nothing. There's nothing. There's just you and her. She's walking by. She's standing in line. I see whatever. And then all of a sudden you make that move. You go past the fear. Yeah. 
and then you make a connection. It create it can create a new life story. Yeah. You f- you have a great night together. You fall in love. You move in together. You break up. You're heartbroken for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. You get back together. Whatever. It, but it becomes part of your life story. I met a girl in Barcelona when I was there. Yeah. We, we had we, we had all a great week stories, together. Right? Yeah. yeah. But it came incredible. from nothing. From taking these yes. risks. And it's this week. So yes. when you say that, I just want to say that happens this week. Today, this is happening, not yes. ten years ago. This is happening today. That guy that, that we moved in over, you over on the just happened today. He could not have met that girl online. This is the other no, thing you say. No oh, way. let's talk about online. Why? Most guys can't meet hot girls online. They're swiping in the endless all day. I guess you can do it. Uh, personally, yeah, I'll swipe sometimes. I actually hardly ever meet a girl from online. In fact, I can't remember the last time I did. I met an online date. It's so much better. I, I have no chance on that. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I, on there, I'll be I'll be uh, aged out. Yeah. Uh, I'll be heighted out. I'll be yeah. bald guyed out. Yeah. But in person, uh, girls of all, women of all ages, they, uh, and uh, this they they can become attracted to me instantaneously. Yes. And I, on the other hand, know if I like them. I also happen to be choosy, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I can tell if I don't like her voice. I don't like the way she walks. I don't like her skin. I don't like this. You can tell in a microsecond. I don't have to waste. Uh, 50 bucks on dinner or whatever <laughs> and sit across from two some, weeks of chatting yeah and dull flakes, person that yeah. she turns out to be who cares yes. i just meet her right now absolutely it's my experience as well even though all those ups and downs and because I, I want guys at home to hear this because they might uh take that as an excuse to not approach right oh i heard it's not right anymore i heard uh uh one woman once said to one guy you shouldn't do this uh, the, in this country that happened that they don't even start their process because they heard something right. and they haven't even tried it out and your experience my experience our experience on the workshops our students experiences this week proves otherwise mm-hmm. and I hear it every day on the microphone mm. when I'm listening in girls saying thanks for doing this I have a boyfriend but thanks so much you made my day oh I'm married but you should keep going this is great right um, and other girls yes here's my number yes I'm free tomorrow oh my god right and then as you say the girl with the guy who lives with us she's not on tinder she wouldn't he wouldn't have met her on tinder either he would be yeah just not getting it and um, I think it will always stay special no matter what technology is coming along because it's just the realest form it's like man meets woman it's the most human yeah, yeah. it's the realest form it will always be in our lifetime and here's the other thing we have so much like appearing to be changing all the time it's changing mm-hmm. it's changing you know that's kind of the narrative we're fed all day we're going to be we're still uh, humans we're going to become artificial and tell yeah. we're gonna, all this we're leaving we're, the metaverse yeah oh. even the metaverse all this stuff it's oh. like there's nothing more powerful than taking a walk and enjoying uh, the breeze against your skin and the sun, uh, the sun and all of those things. And there's nothing more powerful than really meeting and connecting with a beautiful stranger anywhere and everywhere. And for you to put yourself in that situation and challenge yourself to become the best you can be. Really, it, it doesn't just go from how I approached a beautiful woman. It's like, oh, it teaches you, like, like we said, go back to my, my old buddy, John Garrett. Have interests and passions. What are they? And be able to talk about them. Mm-hmm. The attraction formula. Be interesting and interested. How do you be interesting? You have interests and you are able to verbally share them. 
And a lot of guys have interest. Like, I'll meet guys that they just don't, they, I didn't know they were interesting at all. I'm sitting with, you got to pull it out of them. Oh, right. You do that. That's now all of a sudden you see there's a picture here. And also, you don't just have to think, be interested in things you think girls are interested in. Be interested in things you're genuinely interested in and be able to share about them. And then with enthusiasm and the girls you're connecting with will really want to learn about it. And then to be interested, you got to be curious about her. Like actually genuinely know who she is. Like actually really, you know, not just so you can get laid, but because yeah. you want to. Yeah. So being able, you, when you do this process, you have to learn to be a better person. Learn to really like be a guy who lives his life and leads his own life mm -hmm. and that's uh, hard for a lot of people to, to really develop a life or at least be able to and no matter where you're at in life if you're not if you're saying oh, I don't have any interest in passions uh, you do find, you know really be able to talk about them or you start getting into something small and being able to tell stories about it but I wanted to ask you a question all right no because this is really important you are a good uh, role model for people who really create their own reality. And, and the process is like you have certain visions that you wanted to achieve. There was something you wanted to be able to do and you just went for it over and over and over again. Like you just don't stop, right? Mm. And you're great at creating your own reality and being decisive, I notice You're very decisive, you make it, which is a masculine trait. Very decisive, which is the one of the top qualities of all leaders. Very decisive, and you make moves. Even your tattoos. It's a decision. I said, I'm doing it. You make more tattoos, mm -hmm. right? Uh, it's a decision to, hey, I'm going to get involved with this, these TNL guys because James Marshall and, his, and Liam and the gang, they really uh, are someone I, that I want to learn from. And, I'm, and uh, even though I just had a Starbucks job or whatever it was, I have some other skills, and I'm going to go offer them, right? Like, you came and you did that then you got involved and you actually uh, helped grow the tnl business throughout that process yeah. and then you learned a, tons and tons and tons and then you became good yourself from that process you became a good in meeting and connecting with women and all the things and had great experiences and then uh, because you're a cool guy you just you know vibed in with everybody and then you know we could talk about what does it mean to be a cool guy for sure uh, but you know some guys just don't have just some guys just aren't uh, somebody you want to hang out with so yeah. there, there is something and that those guys need to know so that they become someone you want so to hang out with so they can work on it yeah because you can because yeah. you can and that's yeah. the biggest thing but my point right now is this then you went on and you created a tilted right you created things you're interested in which and you created a, a great lifestyle for yourself that you wanted right maybe yes. not everybody wants your lifestyle yeah. but it's a cool lifestyle and it's a lifestyle that a lot of people like to be a part of and i think all guys should think about when i meet a woman what's the lifestyle i'm bringing her don't put yourself down what's the lifestyle i'm bringing her into you know like uh you know you don't bring her into what? Like, what is my lifestyle? Like, so think about that because women don't want a rich guy. They don't, you know, it's not, I want a rich guy. Women love rich guys. Uh, they want a guy who, who gives them experiences. Yeah. Maybe he, he takes her out to cool, uh, cool galas and dances. Maybe he just takes her uh, to cool concerts. Maybe just, uh, they go on walks and go to the park and eat, eat at uh, vegan cafes and, and sit back and chill on the back patio and have conversations, whatever it is. Maybe they take little upstate trips and go hiking on the weekend. It's just like, 
whatever the little life, the lifestyle is, you're bringing a girl into that, and certain girls are going to be attracted to that. But if your if your lifestyle is sitting at home swiping on Tinder and watching Netflix only, then that's not a lifestyle that that you're going to feel good about, or that girls are going to be like, "Wow, I want to be part of you swiping and watching Netflix." You know, so it's just something to think about. What is my lifestyle? It has nothing to do with money. It could be I go to shows. I could it could be uh, I work out. I love I love to do yoga. I love to meditate. I loved uh, I love to travel. Whatever it is, just think about it. But the point is, you created a, a great lifestyle for yourself from mm. all that. You had options. You could have been an airline pilot. You could have done this. You could have done that. But you really went in and did that. What do you think are the main things? Like, I'm not your personality type, mm-hmm. right? But I do pick up some of your traits, and, and there's no doubt that uh, some of the things you do are very work for anybody. So what are those things that you think took you from a guy who was uh, just came, came who just wanted to get good at women and figure out his way to becoming a top coach working for a top company Mm -hmm. and charging top dollar charging top dollar (laughs) working with the top guys dating the top girl yeah right top guy yeah (laughs) how did you do it so what are some of the traits though that guys could embody from that uh you know and i'm not trying to blow smoke up your butt but that's a very admirable thing to go Mm -hmm. from that to that and then you know to get the respect like you could still just be like, hey, Alex, go edit this, right? Yeah. Like, and you were able to do all those things, do them well, and then grow at the same time really without getting uh, egoic about it. Hmm. Well, thank you. Uh, I mean, to be honest, the first thought that comes to my mind is that I didn't do it alone, that I know my strength, strengths, mm-hmm. uh, which is building systems, planning, Mm. Um, you know, if we talk about Tilted, I'm the guy who built the Instagram, who had the vision of how it should look, and then had the vision of, oh, we really need, we need bikinis, because the bikinis, there will be a logo on it, so I found the factory that produces that, and if the logo is it, and the photo gets shared, so it will lead back to us, and then there will be a link, and then somebody will apply, so that whole, like, logic of how can we even attract people into it, mm. well, through attention right Mm. but then there's so many things that i don't know how to do and the same with seduction like i had an idea i was charming i have some charm but all the stuff you described well i knew james knows a lot way more than me so i have to work with james right Mm. so i learned a lot from him and then there was liam where at the beginning i was who's that wacky dude and then i realized oh my god this guy's a genius and so many Mm. other things so many things that i've first of all, don't know anything about and probably will never be as good as him at it. Mm. So working with Liam on Tilted and just, uh, I guess that's also kind of like a, a good, like good leaders realize they can't do it all and they are ready to collaborate with people who just, just accept this guy's just better at this than me, right? Mm. And then working together, that's how I definitely got further. Like without James... I would have never gone be good at seduction or coaching. Without Liam, I couldn't have built Tilted, right? And so on. So it's always... And then you could think that further. Like without whoever developed microphones, we couldn't have a podcast and Mm. spread it into a world without somebody making YouTube and so on. So yeah, definitely there's a lot of collaboration. And so that's one thing. Another aspect is, I don't know how that came about, but just like not giving a fuck of because obviously you could 
talk me down a lot as well. Oh, this superficial guy only talk, cares about women, right? Oh, moves to the east. Isn't that where all the strippers come from? Oh, he just uh, he he doesn't even want to pay taxes in Austria. That's why he left. You could say a lot of negative shit about me. Sounds like you got some dark shit going <laughs> on. <there. laughs> and probably a lot of people do, right? Like, no, I'm, is there somebody sure. doing that? I never heard. Anything I, say that I, I don't care. I never thought about that. About you. no, because uh, you you're vibing around me. But I mean, people who only see me on the screen, or maybe people who went to school with me when I was 16. Oh, I see. Like they have maybe they're a little jealous. Uh, absolutely, yeah, very jealous. Yeah, because my life is amazing. Yeah, um, but you know, those voices, I don't care. Um, mm -hmm. Especially from those people, I care more when it comes from very close people, like parents and and right. siblings. Um, but it never stopped me. Is my point that yeah. never stopped me because those yeah. voices will always be there. Yeah. The more the better your life becomes, there will always be hater. The more people look at you, there will always be more and more people who have something against you, right? Like for example, there was this great example that I actually like. Uh, was interesting to hear like when Andrew Tate kind of got canceled two or three weeks ago mm -hmm. you know this guy blew up completely yeah I never heard of him honestly until okay. he got canceled yeah and whatever then, and then I still don't one, one interesting thing he yeah. said in like one of the last videos was like if you have uh, like a strong opinion about something and maybe two percent of people don't like what you're saying mm -hmm. and you talk to a hundred people that's two people who don't like what you're saying right mm -hmm. So let's say you have a, yeah, you talk to 100 people or you talk in front of 100 people. Okay, two people, whatever, right? Or you have a podcast and you, you have a thousand listeners and 20 people are like, eh, I don't like what this guy's saying. Okay, 20 people doesn't matter. But imagine, and you're saying the same thing every time. Now you're saying the same thing, not in front of a, a thousand people, but let's say you get 10 million views and you're saying the same thing mm. that you said that was totally okay in front of 100 people, in front of a thousand people, but now you're saying it in front of 10 million people. Now there is 2% of 10 million, which is 200,000 people who don't like what you're saying. Yeah, right. That's now a movement against you. Mm. Those 200,000 people can, you know, uh, yeah, fucking call Facebook to take you down. They can write articles about you. Wow, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the exact That's same thing. Happened, yeah. You didn't change. You said the same thing for 10 years. But 10 years ago, 100 people listened. Two people were a little bit annoyed. Now you say the same thing. 200,000 people are like, fuck this guy. He's horrible, right? Yeah. Right. So that was interesting uh, to hear on, as a side note um, why people get canceled. Because mm. they, they have actually been saying the same thing for 10 years, but now they just blew up mm. and the anti the two percent who don't doesn't like them just becomes such a big number. Mm. But anyway, I didn't let the the voices stop me. I guess that's what it is as well. I didn't, you know, oh that's cringe to talk to girls. Oh it's that. Oh it's superficial to create a bikini brand. Oh that's I'm like, yeah it is a little cringy. Yeah it is a little superficial. Like I always like agree and move on. I didn't mm. pick fights. I that's didn't important. try to yeah you know con uh, convince somebody I think that's what kept me going as well yeah and you were able to transcend that voice in your head but so there was those were the the ne the negative voices mm -hmm. that we all have so you have them even inside of you right yeah and uh, the same with what we were talking about earlier with a lot of guys saying well because like you know is it bad to talk to women is it you know this and that mm -hmm. and and the reality is if you're approaching people with good vibes good energy and you really mean well it's good to talk to people yeah. someone can take it a wrong way mm -hmm. but you don't mean it wrong and you know you can uh, just move on and go talk to other people you know but generally you know when you get good at approaching people people like it most yeah. people are nice absolutely that doesn't mean they're going to date you all of them 98 percent <laughs> most two. people are nice yeah, yeah. so but the, the the thing i wanted to say was um what were 
so there were the negative voices, but as you were creating Tilted, as you were, you know, uh, you know, becoming the coach, what were the things that drove you forward? Like not, not the things that were telling you not to, but what were like when you wanted Tilted, what, why, you know, what were you thinking? I want to have this amazing lifestyle. I want to be surrounded by beautiful places and women and uh, cool friends. What were you thinking? That we only have one life. Right. And I might as well treat it as a game and see what level I can reach. Wow. That's amazing. Because we're all going to die anyway. Even if we become really powerful and influential and rich. Within a couple of generations, nothing matters anyway, kind of. Sure, you can leave a legacy and all that, but whatever. I I probably won't. And so I just see it as a game. And let's have fun. (laughs) You know, let's see what that is about. And it's Mm. just like you see the yachts and you see this and you see the... The, the beautiful models and it's like why why not me right why, well, yeah, let's well. see what it's all about and not like thinking oh, that's the end goal and just like uh, but I want to know what it, what is behind that yeah, um, yeah and just seeing that it's possible like every time I put my mind to something it became reality coupled with hard work like don't yeah. get me wrong just yeah. writing only in your diary without then grinding for yeah. 12 hours a day won't get I don't get like either. the word grinding can we come right. up with a new word how about uh, <laughs> I just don't like it it sounds so hard grinding without discipline grinding away time to make the donuts well it is uh, well, you ask me how I got yeah, there yeah I know but you do it you do it but right. I, I mean as for, so, uh, let's see um, and then yeah just I saw my life just got better and better and more fun and I got more things that are just incredible and uh, more people paid attention and were just like oh uh, you know how do you do that and that's fun so it just works I don't know like my combination of hard work and manifestation works and I do see life a bit as a game and I want to explore every aspect of it and I have other visions that I will do when I'm 40 when I'm 50 when I'm 60 Mm. now my focus is on my coaching brand and you know helping a lot of guys and obviously building wealth for myself because I want to have freedom and wealth I don't need money to get women I don't think as you say I don't think that plays a role but I want money to be free to move around Mm. In case things get more locked up, I don't know. Oh fuck! Is well, that, that's good. No, that I mean, I, what you're saying is. So then we're going to bring it back to. So what you're saying, like, I'm very interested in the topic because I've watched, witnessed it, you know. So and so is all the people watching, generally, yeah. at least on some level. So, but when we first bring it back down to the street, you know, man on the street, you know, just some guy mm-hmm. with an overwhelming desire to meet and connect with beautiful women, to have beautiful, deep experiences with lovely human beings, (laughs) you know, who wants to have sex, who wants to have love, who wants to be loved uh, as he walks, who wants to adore and be adored, and simply all starts saying hello. But it starts with a vision. And I think you can become, and a lot of guys, get stuck only in the negative. I feel, you know, they call it approach anxiety. It's really just a resistance. I feel resistance to just say hi. So they only get stuck. All they can think about is saying hi forever. That's it. They can't think past that. 
they can't think. And this is the thing. Like, and, and if you can, if you allow yourself to think past it and have the vision of me, you, with a beautiful, loving woman looking at you in the eyes and saying, you have, I love the color of your eyes. Like a girl said to me today, beautiful girl, looked me in the eyes, mm. made me uncomfortable. <laughs> she looked me in the eyes. She said, you have green eyes. And I was like, oh, I do have green eyes. <laughs> a lot of people thought they were brown, but they are green. You know? No, but I felt like, wow, this girl's looking in my eyes because she's attracted to me. And, and uh, she's looking in my eyes, telling me I have green eyes. And she's a beautiful woman. And how did that happen? Vision. I had the vision. I've been visioning it out. I think about it. I've been, yeah. I've been thinking past saying hi. You know, I've done a lot of work on myself. I've done all kinds of things. But the point is, is you have to imagine yourself. I, I, I challenge every guy here to imagine a pretty girl. Think of the prettiest girl you can think of right now. And think of her, you standing outside in the sun. The sun is shining in. Think of her saying to you, you have beautiful eyes. Like, like, imagine that feeling, experiencing that, vision that. Imagine that same girl, you and her laying in bed naked together, and her saying, wow, you look like, what a great night, or I just love the way you touch me. Because the thing is, when somebody tells you you have beautiful eyes, really what it means is I like you. Because everybody yeah. has beautiful eyes. Yeah, you know, eyes true. aren't, there's, like, with a, with a nose, there's a beautiful nose. But with eyes, yeah. they're all beautiful, yeah. if they are a portal into your soul. That's right. Well, it's true. Yeah. Well, she, that's it. I, maybe my response was wrong now. Oh, what did you say? I said, <laughs> I said, you have really nice nostrils. Oh, man. Is that, is that, <laughs> I, you oh, know, so I got, uh, yeah, got away with it, back, right? to, back to coaching tour, too. Um, okay. And that vision, I love it. And uh, sticking with the vision during hard times, because I'm sure you had hard times. We didn't go through it in this podcast. Right. I, of course, had my downs. And I'm being like, all right, like, I feel sad. Well, let's feel sad for a little bit. And then we're like, all right, let's keep going. Yeah. Right? Not, not stopping. Yeah, and, and there's a lot to it. And, and the truth is, whether you call it grinding or just focusing, I'm going to focus so many hours a day on this project, on this thing. Mm. The, the project is self-creation, right? The point is, is that I really want to drive home that, that we're extracting out of your process is you, you, do have, you are a visionary. And this is something... I have a vision and then you create it and you mm -hmm. work on it. So, and that's the reality of I've seen with all people who are successful in anything is they have a vision and then they, then they work around it. Mm. The work doesn't always have to feel like grinding. I can feel no, for me, it doesn't. Yeah, for I me don't. it feels like flowing, you yes. know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is important to, to take energy and, and, and put it towards your, uh, your, your vision, put energy around your vision, uh, put actions and try to find feel good energy around that vision. But Uh, so I think when it comes down to meeting women on the street, put energy around it. Imagine yourself, guys, literally imagine yourself walking up to beautiful women and, and saying hi and them saying hi back. Mm. Like instead of they're going to shoot your head off or <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're going to say hi and the girl's going to lift her, her armpit and there's going to be all this hair there and she's going to say, get away from me, you, you subhuman man. Or you're going to go, <laughs> you're going to walk up to her and all of a sudden all this hair is going to sprout out of her legs and then she's going <laughs> to look over to you and say, uh, What, what do they say? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever that, like, there's somebody in our head like that, you know? And it's like, but instead, imagine you're walking up and you're saying hi. And she says hi. And you're saying, oh, well, um, how's your day going? Oh, it's going good. Just imagine. It doesn't even have to be an interesting conversation, but just imagine it going well. 
allow yourself to imagine that over and over and over again that that why wouldn't people be nice to me? I'm, I'm a good person. I'm coming from a good place. Why wouldn't uh, another human being want to have a conversation with me? And imagine it over and over going well. And that is the power of visualization and then going and practicing it. All right. It's a good uh, point to end, I think. I think it is. All right. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun conversation. It was a great conversation. All right. Thanks. All right. Excellent. Anyway, guys, thanks for having me. Until the next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.